So and uh, we're back. Yes. Damn Comcast. They so, better not be the ones buying WWE. Fuck that. Well, we don't have any other options, do we? Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, <laughs> you can't fight it. So what? Uh, what other category can we? Or do you want to? He go tried over? promo of the year by doing a segment. <laughs> So, okay. Okay. Promo fair, of the year. Fair. I'm gonna just run, 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 shoot them off. See if you, if any of them remind you of anything. Okay. MJF's promo after losing the Wardlow, where he's begging Tony Khan to fire him. Yep. And yeah. He walks out. Sami Zayn trying to defend Jay, where he's not feeling oozy. Yep. That got them over. Uh, CM Punk's promo. Will you be my Valentine? And he breaks out the fucking dog collars. Mm, yeah, that was good. That was a yeah. good one. Um, Seth Rollins had one. Where they were doing this side by side with Riddle. Oh, Riddle's Riddle. talking shit about yeah. how oh, Seth's not the man, Becky's the man, and then they go air. off air and Seth chewed in the yeah. fucking Riddle. That's the first time I actually felt bad for Riddle. <laughs> and yeah. and that's also the first time I took him seriously. Um and I shared I shared this on our thread. Um the promo with uh Eddie Kingston before he fought Junakiyama about his struggle because it's oh, his hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that hit me on another fucking level. Because it, it, that's another example of Eddie Kingston. He doesn't do your typical ABC paint by the numbers pro wrestling promo. He'll shoot from the hip and he'll hit you any, every time. And that promo, I'll show it to you when, we, when we're done. Uh, wrestling is idle. He's been wanting to wrestle him for fucking ever. Yeah. And, and he beat him in that match. Um, that was probably the one that, that drove it home for me that about Eddie. Did you mention the one where uh, MJF was getting in the face of... William Regal, where he basically recounts when Regal told oh him, "Oh my God, yeah, that he wasn't good enough that's to be in that's NXT." A, that's yeah. a good one. That's that, just that was as good. Really good one. Yeah, yeah, that's just as good. Um, there aren't many others that come to mind. Uh, that you know what you know which one I, I liked uh, Bray's first one when he came back. I uh, thank you. And it yes, was, he was thanking the audience. He was kinda, it was kind of he was off. He yeah. wasn't being. He wasn't in Bray character. Wyatt. He, was he was being Mc- Wyndham. Yeah, he was being Wyndham, like, and he was. I thought that was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, and that was the introduction of the story that they were going with. You see all the shit on the screen. Yeah, and it's like, oh, here and, we go again. And now we got Uncle Howdy yeah. out of that. Um, how do y'all feel about this Uncle Howdy situation? It's too soon to tell. I'm yeah, inter- I'm interested. Interested to see where it goes and who who. I think they're rotating between multiple different people. I don't think it's the same person under the the mask. So I, I have a hot take on that. Go for it. The hot take is it, it, it isn't anybody. Um, it's Uncle Howdy is Uncle Howdy and that's it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but there's, we, mul- there's multiple people wearing it. Like, Yeah, whoever's wearing the mask, it, it, it's irrelevant because it's just Uncle Howdy. Whoever they actually land on to be the person that's always going to be under the mask, it's just going to be Uncle Howdy. It's like I, suicide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, it maybe was like, like suicide. Yeah, it's T.J. Perkins. Yeah, it's, it's Christopher Daniels. It's Kaz. Like this is the yeah. Scott Hall you always remember. <laughs> yeah, this is the Kevin Nash you always yeah. remember. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think the point isn't so much. Oh, it's somebody under a mask to be revealed to be somebody else. Like yeah. a lot of people in the you'll IWC, never, you'll, you'll never know. I don't yeah. think you'll ever be like take the mask off and be like it's Bo Dallas. Holy shit! Yeah, it's like, you know, it's always going to be. Howdy. Yeah, it's always going to be howdy. It, it, that's the way I'm thinking of it, I kind of like that. I, yeah. Like, 
It, it, it's, it's, Your Uncle Howdy for the for this week. It's right. Kane. And when Kane took off the mask, it's still Kane. It's not like, oh my god, that's Isaac Yankum. It's been Isaac Yankum this entire time. No, it's Glenn Jacobs. But yeah. that's just who, who he is. That's who he's playing. You know, it's not... Uh, it's not, yeah, like you're saying, they take off the mask. Oh my God, it's Bo Dallas, and it's yeah. been Bo Dallas the entire time. Like the same way how we never really got a reveal for who Sister Abigail was. Sister Abigail has always just been this, or the rabbit, or yeah, or, or the pig. It's, None of those. It's this supporting character in the story of yeah. Bray Wyatt, yeah. and my guess is that Uncle Howdy is just the abusive uncle that was twisted that that made Bray what he is. The now. only thing I have, the only thing I concerns about that is. How how they're gonna do promos with Uncle Howdy? Like because it's gonna be if it's somebody completely different all the time, or if it's you never get to see the like, promos or the video. He's it's, he, all it's, he's it's leaving always, is like two or three always, cipher sentences, and that's all you. That's his promos. You don't and have that's to. It. It's yeah, the, they're never gonna have him cut a promo in the ring. No, I think so. I, I think they will eventually. Uh, something that explains a little bit more as to what's going on. But it's, it's what I'm saying. We're not gonna get is a reveal. Yeah, yeah. we have the reveal. The reveal it's is him. that okay. is it's him. It's yeah. him. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say this as an honorable mention. I'm not sure a lot of people saw this. There was a promo on Raw between Damage Control and uh, Alexa Bliss, uh, Bianca Belair, and Asuka. And there was a moment where Asuka and Io were talking shit to each other in Japanese. Japanese, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the subtitle was like, Asuka's literally calling Io a fucking idiot. Baka, baka. Because they're from two different parts of Japan where the language is completely different. And like one's proper Japanese and one's like slang kind of, and Oscar yeah. was flirting on slang. I was watching. I was like, I've never been more interested in someone doing a promo as I was <laughs> in subtitle reading what all that yeah, shit was. That was, that was a good one. You know, we hear Oscar's like, no one's ready for Oscar. That's a nice little catchphrase. That fucking promo gave both of the women substance. Yeah. And that's going to... And we had this conversation. That's going to be the issue with... If you want to kill the Forbidden Door and you want to sign Okada. Or the problem right now with Nakamura. Well, his English is getting better, but it's still not coherent enough that the average white guy neckbeard from Tallahassee is going to be like, Oh, be like the Nakamura-san. They're not going to do that. You know, but having that uh, subtitle... Not that it gives away the promo, but like after the fact, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, let, let unless you're inside the building, they ain't got no subtitles in the building. Yeah, you just got yeah. two random Japanese women yelling at each other. I mean, yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I've seen crazier stuff on the internet. I've seen crazier stuff in here. Hey, <laughs> event of the year. Mm. Got a pick? Oh man. I have two, and I might just be completely 100% biased on this, but um, I- I'll see what you guys say. Um, double or nothing or all out? Um, one of those two. Um, I, punk winning, punk dying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I-, I think the reason why I'm so uh, um, biased on double or nothing is because I was there so you know vacation you sound like me i know yeah, vacation <laughs> going to vegas seeing it live it was really fucking cool um so i mean th- again i'm bringing that up to say that i might be biased so please yeah. if if that is the case correct me um 
But All Out was... It was important. Probably more so because of the after, because of Brawl Out. Yeah, what happened. Yeah. But even before that happened, when that when that pay-per-view ended, before the fucking uh, uh, media scrum, holy shit, MJF is back. Holy shit, you know, this is what happened with the title. And, uh, you know, champion. Uh, all the stuff with the acclaimed and swerve where they should have won, but they didn't. And, like, oh, man, they, that was a really good fucking show. I equate your picks mm-hmm. to marriage. Double or nothing okay. was the wedding. Okay. CM Punk was given the roses. He's officially AEW champion. Mm-hmm. All out. Literally, the honeymoon is over. Now <laughs> it's a marriage. Now it's serious. Now we got to pay the bills. Now we got to worry about how to keep this roof over our head. Because everybody saw through the windows. <laughs> Everybody's in, in our relationship problem now. That's, That's what that feels like. Um... I'm going to lean on, on on your take. Okay. Because we don't always say this. And it's been a while since, we ha- since we've been able to say this. And it's hard to say it when it's fucking... Ah! Oh, two nights in a row. Huh? But when WrestleMania is on fire, all is right in the wrestling world. Mm. And spread over those two nights, this past WrestleMania, that right there on the wall. God damn. Yeah. yeah. That shit was fucking good. Too. There was good stuff on both nights. Oh, I did. You went to it. That's right. Yeah, I, it, it. It's been a. I think that's the first WrestleMania since COVID where it feels like all right, we're back to normal now. Mm. Wrestling's good. At that point, AEW was good. NXT was starting to starting to get a little bit of traction. Uh, the ROH, ROH show. ROH is returning. Show was really good. You know, and indies blowing up. Ah, uh, yeah. Wrestling's back to normal, and that was the beginning. WrestleMania, that was fucking good. I would say that this this year's WrestleMania was more tolerable. There it was, was a more, lot less there, matches, there less matches, over both and the nights. matches that were on there were were more and like, built up well. Yeah, you had Austin, you had Cody return, you had Jackass uh, Crew, you had Logan Paul, yeah. you had something for the filthy casuals, you had something for the diehards, yeah, and you had something to bring in new people. Okay, yeah, and that was a uh, Bel Air and uh, Becky Lynch, yeah. Night one, which was, yeah, it was solid. Great. Um, contenders, full gear from top to bottom was fucking good. Mm. I can't even remember. Um, Summer Summer Slam. Summer Slam. I was gonna say all the returns. I didn't mind. Uh, I thought uh, Clash of the Castle was pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah. Mm, you know what? That might be for me. I didn't watch all of it, but what I did watch was just consistent. just because just because I love seeing that that UK crowd. Yeah, Which, for for me on WWE side, that's probably the yeah. best show WWE put because of the crowd and then just the significance of it. Yeah, I, I I kind of wish that Roman had or that uh, Drew had won. Just, yes, I agree, but it's too obvious. I would think mm. it, yeah. it still would have been right. It, it would have been fine if like or if Theory cashed in afterwards and took it from Drew. <laughs> Something just just to yeah, that's probably one of the main issues with WWE this whole year is just the fact that it's like. We're back to that Cena must pose. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. The story could be great, but we all know that Roman's winning. Yeah. yeah. It could be the story, you know, you're like, oh, maybe. No, Roman's winning. And it's every, every you know, now, this year, it's 2023. You never know what's going to happen. But yeah. 22, I never really, I didn't see anybody in 22 that would have beaten Roman. 
Mm-hmm. Other than other, just, other than just being like Brock's back, which, fucking Brock. Other it, than Drew at Castle, yeah. yeah, like that, that was, was the, the most believable. If Drew wouldn't have won it there. No one's gonna win it anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then they had the the um, just the crowd alone too was to fill that stadium. I mean, in, in all the tickets were sold out within the first week. I mm-hmm. think because they had it was like they the had first couple of hours. Yeah, like, the pre-sales and, were gone. You, yo, you can't discredit off, off of that show Gunther versus Sheamus. Yeah, yeah, you know, which is on our match of the year list. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was some the last match, ma- the last show for me, um, Death Before Dishonor. You start that okay. show, okay? You start Fair. that show with Claudio Castagnoli finally winning the Ring of Honor World Title off of uh, Jonathan Gresham. Gresham, yeah, and then you end the show with a fucking hour long two out of three falls with two of the best tag teams oh, in, in yeah. professional wrestling that year in twenty twenty two. Regardless of how much TV time they got getting yeah. there. Once they once that bell rang, your mind was blown. Your hair was gone. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> uh, brand of the year. Is it simple? Is it obvious? No, is I don't. It? I don't think it is simple or obvious. What? I'm yeah, go, I'm going WWE. Yeah, I. I brand, I'm, not company. Oh, so, what show? Raw, S- SmackDown, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Dynamite, SmackDown. It's been consistent, and all the things are on there. <laughs> like all the main things we've talked about, mm-hmm. the bloodline, all dynamite, the, all... and then SmackDown right beneath it because it's it's the easiest two hours to digest is uh, SmackDown. But, but man, like, okay. See, if you, if you were talking WWE versus AEW, I would have said WWE. Um, it's just because it was the era of Triple H. Right? But if you're saying At, WWE, but, that but means if, you're watching. But if you're saying brand then i gotta go with aew uh because wwe together raw and smackdown as a unit whatever it feels good i don't feel like smackdown is better than raw raw is better than smackdown whatever because it's been too inconsistent with the division and even with the division where it's just like oh hey roman is the champ over here but he shows up on the like eh. if i had to split those hairs i'm like no i'm an aew guy Right, but no, SmackDown's been pretty damn good because of uh, you know what's been going on with Hunter, Hunter taking it over, uh, and implementing a bunch of changes has given me hope. There was a lot of hope for me for WWE for this year, to where it's like, okay, this is slowly but surely turning into what. NXT Golden Black was when yeah. Triple H was involved there, and now NXT's back to what black and white and gold now, as opposed to yeah. yeah. But uh, again, we'll, we'll, that's we'll, we'll see what happens this, as of December thirty first of twenty twenty two. That's my feelings. Yeah. January third, fourth, whenever it was that all this shit's going on, that Vince is back. And yeah. Now I'm more apprehensive now. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm curious on what's happening. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I'll you went dynamite. You said dynamite. It's dynamite. I watch AEW every week. That's my must see programming. Yeah, but okay. I just, that's it. SmackDown is my number two because seventy five percent of SmackDown I've saw this year consistently. Okay. I just I just think that two hours is easy. Yeah, dynamite for me just uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's just thrown together. Sometimes I th- honestly, th- th- I'll. I think this twenty twenty two was just a like had some really good moments, but overall there was some bad stuff and like mm-hmm. it overall the wrestling was just there was a lot of negative and bad 
booking, bad television. Mm-hmm. Lazy know, booking. Lazy, lazy booking, for sure. <laughs> for sure. What's All next? Right. We're down to the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Match of the year. All right. Before we so, go talk about our matches, I'm going to just run down some matches that at one point were on the list. Hold on. Before you do that, oh, shit. I want to uh, uh, kind of lay down what our ground rules have been for this year. Okay. After we're done with this, I want to revisit whether or not we're going to change the ground rules. Okay. The ground rules for this year were that throughout the year, as we're doing our shows, if we come across a match that is probably match of the year worthy we would add it to the list but compare it by company Mm -hmm. so we had wwe aew Mm -hmm. nxt Mm -hmm. uh new New japan Japan, and the everybody else right so if new japan had a really badass match cool we'll put it there and then later on in the year if they had another match that was a little bit better we compare it between the new japan to new japan right the same thing with aew so on and so forth so then we came up with this list now, at the end of the year, we have the list for all those different categories. Yeah. Now we're going to look to see which out of the categories for each representative of each company yeah. is the best out of all those. Okay. Uh, when we do that, usually with the scoring system, we have sat and watched all the matches before we started recording. Yeah, you know, feels like years ago now. <laughs> and um, It's dark outside. Uh-huh. We're basically going to say, hey, this is my number five, this is my number four, and each one of those... Uh, uh, picks gets a number assigned to it, right? Yeah. So, hey, if this is my number five, it gets one point. If it's my number one, it gets five points. Mm-hmm. And between Scott's list, my list, Chris's list, we, we do, do the, the math. math, and then whichever one has the most points wins. Yeah. Not to remember what order. <laughs> remember my order. Yeah, yeah, you gotta remember your order. <laughs> so here's the schedule. Uh, January the 5th, we had the rematch between Hangman Adam Page and Brian Danielson for the AEW title on Dynamite. We had Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara ladder match to unify the TNT titles. Sammy tried to almost kill himself? Yeah, mm-hmm. on Dynamite in January. We still had, in January, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, Royal Rumble for the world yeah. title. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. March, we had CM Punk versus MJF dog collar match from Revolution. Mm-hmm. March, the next day, Alpha Academy, RK Bro, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens, three-way tag match, Monday Night Raw. That uh, made our list. That was a, a very surprise banger. For the, for for the banger. tag titles. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania 38 was on our list at one point. Mm-hmm. And sure. we're rounding it out with Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. That was also on our match of the year list. Now, right. one thing that I do want to notate is there aren't any New Japan matches on that that you just ran down. And we only really have one New Japan match that's on our actual match of the year. And I think that's mostly because I've been really lazy on watching New Japan. Hector had, had, had been pregnant for most of the year. Well, yeah. his wife had been pregnant yeah. and then finally had a baby. So we really didn't get the yeah. Hector expertise of the new japan on the show this year as much so there's not going to be as much new japan representation all that being said we do have one match to represent new japan we'll see how it comes out in the rankings so match number one february 15th 
Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes for the NXT North American title, NXT Vengeance Day. That's the NXT representative. Yes. There are some matches on this list that we were voted on by one people or two people. It wasn't a consensus. It was just mm-hmm. based on trust. Especially I since believe that there was a lot of different points in the year yeah. where some of us, like weren't me, here. weren't watching wrestling or That's weren't fair. here. We had Arnold yeah. sometimes. We had um, Hector sometimes. We had Scott tonight. We have been the consistent, and even mm-hmm. then, there have been some time. I, even with me and you being the consistent, there was a lot of shit I wasn't watching. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a, a, a full year's labor of love that sometimes all the love and doesn't get spread around. Carmelo Hayes, Cameron Grimes. I saw it. I was entrusted to put this on the list, so I'm going to shut my mouth. Y'all talk about it because it's the first time y'all saw it. Today, so oh, we're not geez. giving where, where we've ranked it, we're just, just talking just, about just, it. We're just talking like, about yeah, the match itself. Like just talk about itself. the match, yeah. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised by the match because after uh NXT changed colors, <laughs> I gave it two weeks and then I stopped watching it. Cold turkey, yeah. Oh, I was like, man. I'm not, I'm not into it anymore. The the black and gold gone away, it's it's no. I, I stopped. So I never watched this match. I was familiar with Cameron Grimes. I really liked his gimmick, the to the to moon the stuff. It, yeah, it made sense. So um, did you not see any of the Million Dollar Man stuff? Uh, was that before? Was that, that no, was no, no, I did. I, did. Okay, I watched, so that was, I watched that some was of that. The, the tail end. Yeah. yeah, that was LA Knight. Yeah. I, yeah, damn. Yeah. That was good stuff, too. <laughs> I remember this was in February, and this was towards this was after the Million Dollar Man stuff. Yeah. And uh, this was more of Cameron Grimes's. Past the million dollar man stuff, he's a he's a baby face. He's certified. He's pushed, and he's pushed, and he's rich just because he's rich. There's no more development of how he became yeah. rich with the GameStop investment and all Stonks. that stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, now Carmelo, I wasn't as familiar with because he wasn't that big in 2021, but I know that he was a thing, and you know, yeah. So the match itself, I I enjoyed i thought it was a good match um i thought the between the bells was nice um however this is, and again remember we're talking about match of the year so these are there's no bad match we have different about criteria of the year, and we have different if criteria you're a fan of the show you're yes. aware. um but we're gonna nitpick because this is the time to nitpick where we're trying to get the, the best of yeah, the year have at it um my nitpick on here was that it was too indie. Uh, it, it, what? It, it was too indie. It's um, NXT. <laughs> I understand that. Uh, but it felt sloppy indie. It felt like there was a lot of stuff that didn't make sense that was done for just <laughs> doing something. Welcome to the end of the year review, Scott. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't get that at all. Oh, okay. Cool. Go, continue. continue. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. hear what yeah. else, but continue. I still love so, you. So, like, there was, <laughs> there was this thing where Carmelo, he rolled off of uh, Cameron's back when Cameron went, went down uh, to, like, bend over. Oh, yeah. After. There, was, there were spots like that. Yeah. yeah and right. it's like, why did, you, why did you even do that? And you could tell he hesitated because he was waiting to get super kicked. Yeah. And then he did. And I was like, okay, that was dumb. And then there was another couple of moves there where there was just, like, extra flippy dippy for no reason and it was like they were just trying to do things to to show off and to do things and to try to make the match better by just adding stuff that didn't make sense psychologically um so (laughs) yeah that i felt like it lacked a little something and i think while i get it that trick is a thing 
I didn't want to see Trick interfering in this match. And he kind of... Towards the end. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was a factor. A a little bit, you know. But when we're talking match of the year, this is the best match to represent all of NXT. And it's like, oh, this is just a... A garden variety match where there's somebody interfering. While the in-ring might be superb. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. I mean, that's fair. All right. What do you say, Scott? Uh, I mean, I didn't get the indie. It's hard to say that you don't get any of the indiness to it, but there was a lot of, like, in the early start, there was a lot of chain wrestling and stuff like that. And, like, it felt. It didn't. It felt more like a. To me, it felt more like a WWE match with some of the indie involved instead of okay. being an indie show trying to be a WWE show. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like there's. On this list, we're about. There's. A way more indie show in this show where it's fucking <laughs> indiness, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just thought it was a, I thought it was a good balance of both. Okay. High spots and there, there was some stuff where you're like, well, why did he do that? Like, there yeah. was one spot where you're like, how the fuck did he do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that springboard bounce back leg drop, leg drop, leg drop was it, was cool. Yeah. yeah, and I don't mind, um, I don't mind the uh, interference because. It makes sense when it comes to the characters, and with, for me, that's one of the things that I have about wrestling. Is like you need there has to be a story. Yeah. So like watching some of these matches, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what the story is behind it, but I know mm. more so there. So it kind of made sense. And yeah, I just I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great. I thought it was a good good match. Like I could see why it would be mm-hmm. on there. Like. From what I've seen of NXT, which I've I've watched a decent amount, but nothing's really got me to that point where it's like, oh, I'm actually going to watch this and not mm-hmm. be on my phone or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a fun turn-off-your-brain match, right? That's fair. Just sit back and watch it, and it was, it was fun. Yeah. Chris, what um, This is probably, for me, the match that proved to me that Carmelo's ready to be on the main roster. Okay. Um... Maybe for Cameron also, but I think that they've dropped the ball on him since this match. Um, and then McGreevy probably got hurt along the way also. What surprise um, me. Trick did well as far as emoting, as far as worrying, as far as making sure his partner's yeah. up on the up and up. He, there was yeah. some, he did, there was he did some, a great, some good shots where he's like... Is holding his heart after like a <laughs> yeah. near fall, like yeah, he was doing. Good. He was doing yeah, his was best, good. his best Heyman impersonation, yeah, yeah. Where it's, or Cornet, almost. But you know, like whenever you see Brock and Roman fighting, and you see Heyman in the back, and he's like having a heart attack, and he's like got his hands on there, like yeah. he was doing some some good things like that. Yeah, um, it was a good start. I mean, any like I. Going through the match and hearing the commentary, which I love the com- the the chemistry with Vic Joseph and Way Barrett, I'm so sad that's gone. Me too. That's another issue with NXT. Like, yeah. I can't stand mm. Booker T yelling at everything all the time and having bad takes. Yeah, <laughs> Booker T is a bad take machine. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't look like he's going anywhere. So yeah, yeah. The so, last bad take that he had of the year was um, about Mandy Rose, and he had said. Oh yeah, so she would he would she would rather take that million dollars, and if you live in large, that money is not going to last. So 
she quit having income to have a million dollars. And I was like, look, that million dollars is what she made. She didn't make the million yeah. dollars and stop making money. It's, yeah. it's that a, website it's a, didn't get shut yeah, down. It's a subscription. It's a subscription. Yeah. You're, she's going to continue to make that money. Maybe book. not necessarily the worst, million. Worst yeah. case scenario, if she <laughs> lost power and she ain't doing any more fucking videos, that million is about six years or at least five years worth of income that she would have had had she slaved away five more years in NXT. Maybe. So she's good for five I, I, years at least if she never does anything I don't know what, else. I don't know what the, the pay is. It, as I mean, it, as, obviously, it wasn't a lot if she was making more monthly with nah, her subscribers than actually the NXT contract. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, I, a lot, some of the stuff that, you, that we all noticed about, oh, that might have been a little sloppier. Oh, this might have been a little over-exaggerated. Chalked it, I chalked it up to either Grimes is that excited to try or that overstimulated to try to get the pin that he overshot something and he has to come back around and do it or oh yeah i forgot or, about that one yeah. or it's nxt and that's the place where you yeah. can fuck up yeah as opposed to being uber polished on the main roster the thing about these matches which you go through all of them there was there was sloppiness in every single one of them but like it's not a botch you know what i mean like and, when, and, okay when, and, you're, yeah. when and, you're watching it you're like oh god he's gonna try this and he can't do it it's like, oh, he tried it, and it just a slight second off, like so. And and also to go to your part where you're like, well, a lot of these matches I saw, I don't know the story within them. That's the commentary's responsibility to fill you in on what's going on. Yeah, we we give all the flowers to Omega Okada three because the bell hadn't even rung by the time both the wrestlers made their entrance. The commentary made damn clear why this match is happening, what's important yeah. about this match, what the fuck they've been through in the tournament, let alone their yeah. own rivalry. Mm-hmm. And by the time that bell rings, you're like this. There's a moment in one of these matches where Abel went from like this to like this. Yeah. And it's the commentary's job to make you do that. Yeah. So this, this particular match was for the North American title. Unified North American title. Oh, see, I didn't even know that part. Yeah. Unified, they, they, what, they, wait, huh? So, um, how so? The, Why? So Roddy had the cruiserweight. No, uh, Roddy had the cruiserweight, and uh, Melo had the North American, and they put it together. So Roddy and Carmelo fought in twenty twenty one. Carmelo won. So yet they unified everything. They killed the cruiserweight. Oh, so it wasn't like Cameron was, Grimes. Yeah, they didn't both have titles. This no, wasn't it a was, unification was, no. match. That's just the it name was, of the title. It was four, okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay, so the name of the title was Unified North American Championship. Drop, okay, drop that. the, uh, that's what this was yeah, for. Yeah. All right. Cool. And commentary um, was not annoying. Commentary filled me in at least. I, part part of that is you guys hadn't been watching NXT consistently up to that yeah. point. I kind of had, so I already knew what was going on. So I was more invested in it. But it was a. It was. It, to me, what NXT had to offer, it, it, it deserved to be on here. Arnold in the live chat says this. He says, the match was okay. I hope that they both kill it when they go to the main roster this year. But Carmelo versus Balor was better. Hmm. Then why wasn't it nominated? <laughs> why didn't it make it to the list? That's going to be the... the that, and, uh, that could go back to the whole thing of, well, maybe Arnold saw it, but Arnold wasn't here. Or maybe that was on a week where something else happened. Yep. Or I didn't see it, so we didn't do it. Like, again, yep. this isn't a perfect system, but it's the it's only we system got. we got. Uh, so I yeah. got a system for y'all, but we'll, oh, yeah. we'll talk about it later. I mean, yes, that's going to be part of it. After yeah. we're done, we always want to try to maybe reevaluate the yeah. system for the new year for 2023. So if you have some ideas, hold on to it until okay. we're done. Yeah. 
Is this up to you if you want us to reject you on the air or will oh, we yeah, turn the yeah, camera yeah. off? Yeah, I got this on you. Yeah. Arnold says Carmelo versus Balor was in Wales and nobody watched it. That, yeah, sure. Okay. It was in it Wales? Was, it was a, a Clash of the Castle? It was on there? Was it Clash of Castle? Why would nobody watch it if it was a Clash of Castle? No, it, it, no a- Clash of Castle wasn't an NXT show. Was yeah. there just an NXT show that just went to Wales? Or was remember. it maybe before? Yeah. The fuck are you talking about, Arnold? Yeah. Help me. I don't know. <laughs> You're Scottish, you should know. Two different countries. (laughs) Ring of Honor's participation. FTR versus the Briscoes. Supercard of Honor. Right here in Texas. First first match. First match. Match number one of the three. This was your first time watching it today. Yeah. Tell them what you thought. I thought it sucked. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Arnold. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, It was fun. They... They did indie spots. They fucking they spent what eighty percent of the match inside the ring. There wasn't a whole lot of you know dives and the dives made sense. The spots made sense mm-hmm. in that story. There was a little bit of the hardcore with like some of the the, uh, the table spots and the suplex, the suplex yeah. and stuff. And then there was some funny parts with like him spitting on him and him throwing the chair, like. Mm-hmm. All the kind of things. All the yeah, like the chair. all that yeah. kind of stuff was like it had, so it had the ideal. The best kind of match you want is something that there might be a spot that makes you laugh, but it's a series and you believe those guys. You believe that those four guys were fighting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it yeah. wasn't like a. It wasn't a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I thought it was solid. Yeah. Yeah. I I fucking loved it. It's a good um, representation of yeah. both teams. You know what to mean? an extension, it's a great representation of Ring of Honor. That too. Yeah. Because every Ring of Honor show we went to or any pay-per-view that we saw back in the day, back even 2005, 2010, yeah. that's the quality you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hard-hitting. It's fast. It's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining. I, this this is ROH, but the ROH basically falls under the rest category, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, you read off some of the... the um, honorable mentions and one of the honorable mentions that didn't make it on there was one that Portia brought up to me which was uh speedball mike bailey versus uh uh trey miguel for uh the uh x division championship that happened uh, i think it was like june on impact um so when you're talking about the rest you're talking about indies but the two biggest indies are going to be roh and impact so for 2023, I'm not sure exactly how we're going to do it. This may be a little bit of debate after we're done with this. But for 2022, it was kind of hard to put ROH in the rest category in my mind. Yeah. Because it's now AEW second brand. You know? So it was hard for me to put in there. Especially when you have FTR in there. It's FTR versus the Briscoes. But mm-hmm. all that went away. But I actually watched the match, and I got that Briscoe flavor, right? Yeah. And the 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 Caprice Coleman doing the announcing, you know, like uh, Bobby Cruz doing the ring announcing. Like, all right, this is a ROH show. This is a ROH match, and it was it looked beautiful. like it, too. it It didn't have a yeah. It didn't have the big fancy AEW and that like yeah. entrance. Budget. It had nothing Production. like that. It was yeah. a small yeah. arena. 
the Ring of Honor entrance was small. It, mm-hmm. it had the, the LED screens, which they always have. Yeah, little pyro, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little, a little gritty. Yeah, a little gritty. And uh, I, I think the match itself complemented that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that match made me very hopeful for. It may have been false hope, but at the time, it made me very hopeful for what is going to come of ROH's or AEW's version of ROH. Yeah. Um, and even going back and rewatching it today, there was a lot of really hard hitting stuff. A lot of things that, like, as much as I don't want to like the Briscoes, I have to like the Briscoes. As much as I think sometimes FD, FDR could be boring, they weren't boring in that match. Like holy shit, they both both of those teams can go, you know. And uh, you're you're right, Scott, about the like funny parts, right? Because FTR and uh, well, the Briscoes more so. The Briscoes are um, Mark specifically with the redneck. Yeah, kung fu. yeah the redneck kung fu, the when Sussex County chicken. One, when he's right, when he's just chopping. you know, like <laughs> it's stupid shit, but he's good at it, and it looks like it's still devastating, even though it's stupid shit. Yeah. Um. So I. Man, I really liked it, and it's 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 gonna be the best the best way to on the list. like whenever mm-hmm. you think of uh, like a match of the year co- candidate, mm-hmm. it's always like for me, it's always one of those ones where it's like if you let's say you're trying to get into rest, your friend trying to get you into wrestling, yeah, and you're like, what do I need to watch? Watch this, right? Yeah, and if you said you ever heard of Ring of Honor, and they're like, what is that? And it's like, well, you could go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could go back and watch. Every single wrestler that's in the world, like that's popular now, has a Ring of Honor career. Danielson and whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you were like this year alone, have you seen what? What's Ring of Honor like next year? Like twenty twenty three, Ring of Honor is going to be a thing. What is that going to be? I'm like, you need to watch this match, yeah. and that would be you. This could be one there. of those. Yeah, be like, watch yeah. this. Watch these four guys go at it. These two guys are Ring of Honor veterans. Mm-hmm. These two guys are newbies that have never been in Ring of Honor. Just the presentation alone will bring you in there. And I'm going to take that concept and take it another step further. The other step further is you want to go to, or sometimes at least, and in this situation it works, you want to go to a starting point, especially when you're trying to show somebody wrestling, right? This is a good starting point because it was one of the first shows for the new ROH, and it was the first in a feud between the Briscoes and the yeah. and uh, FTR, and uh, it was a good like, hey, get into here, and then eventually you're gonna see the Thanos snap. Yeah, but it's not yet. This is building it, and that's where we were there, and that again goes to my whole historical significance thing. Why is this match significant? It's significant in the realm of 2022 because of it being. ROH getting re-put back on the map. It's solidifying the run that FTR had as winning all the titles everywhere. And yeah. then it also had Mark and Jay Briscoe show that they could still go. And they're still relevant even in, even in 2022. Asterisk for okay. your historical significance. Yes. That weekend was their Hall of Fame. It was Punk, Danielson, Joe, and the Briscoes mm. that were inducted in the Hall of Fame. Wild champions, tag champions, and they lost it to FDR. And the significance, yeah. we got two more. This bled out all fucking years. Yep. So this was the beginning, yep. the foundation of something. And then, like, oh, shit, yeah. Chris, go. Uh, man, we walked, my nephew and I walked out of the arena. He was yapping for 45 minutes straight about that goddamn match. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, that wasn't even the main event. And it wasn't and the main so event. And so it's, it's not the one that's fresh in your mind. Yeah. 
because you easily could have been like the next match been like it could have been a, just a, a train wreck and be like man that yeah. match was crazy but what was the, the main event Grisham uh, and, and Grisham Bandito, Bandito oh, unifying right. the Ring of Honor Championship so, okay. world titles to see to go from that just to be like if you that's and I'm sure there was a women's match or a tag yeah. something Little Nightingale in, wrestled there was in between there was like something in between yeah. that match and the main event so mm-hmm. like you know you're talking another hour yeah. of your life Joe Dave, Joe uh, returned. Yeah, yeah so, all that happened there. So you're missing like another hour. So the fact that after a show you're like, Lethal okay. versus Moriarty was banger too on that show. There was a lot of good stuff on that show too for mm. it being the first time ever. But man, that match. So here, there's things there that um, that I've rarely, if not have ever seen. Example number one: whenever they tease that somebody's going to get suplexed outside of the ring, it never, never happens. happens. They get thrown back in the ring, and then there's one time. It, it happened. happened. <laughs> and I, and then I, I, the first thought was, now I understand why I never see it. <laughs> Fuck. But not only was it a suplex, it was like a regular ass suplex. Yeah. We Standing just, we, straight up. We, there isn't a, a, we literally a talked about crouch. The three of us talked about Jericho. Yeah. And how yeah. Jericho did the I'm already falling. Come rolling, with me. Just yeah. fall. Like yeah. a dump almost. And like they've, they've been doing that spot every so often on Dynamite, on yeah. Dynamite and stuff now. So it's kind of becoming that. His next move. We've seen this doom. move already, but yeah. for that but, to be like, I'm holding you up. I'm giving you a suplex. We're both doing. What, this was thing. it Mark or Jay? Jay. It was Jay. It was Jay and, yeah, and it uh, was Dax. Jay and Dax. Yeah, oh, and and Dax was like kind of turning. Yeah, and and he Jay straightened, out, straightened, straightened him, him out. Yeah, <laughs> which like oh yeah. shit. <laughs> there were times in that match where. Um, Cash was tapping before the big spot. Cash was tapping on that. It's like you're good. You okay? You got this. Like communication in between the teams to make sure they're all right. You know when somebody gets hurt, like a big like a it was a top rope suplex in the ring, and he yeah. was checking on him like that. Uh, loving um, Caprice's uh, comment on commentary where he said. The Briscoes have been doing this so long, they don't speak our language. It's in grunts. Yeah. It's almost osmosis that they just do mm-hmm. what they do. And you were saying the more than yeah. once, it was yeah. fluid. Yeah. Yeah, there was a yeah, lot of stuff that was smooth. Yeah. It was tag team Second wrestling. nature, like, yeah. It was tag team wrestling, which, yeah. which you don't really get on. You don't get anywhere. Like, you barely get any good tag matches in WWE. AEW is just. It becomes a... It's uh, choreographed. Yeah, it's but then it becomes a, a tornado tag, and there's dudes jumping here, and then there's flipping, the and then there's interference and stuff. You never, get, yeah. you never get four dudes, two guys holding on to the tag rope and being like, mm-hmm. we're going to do this, we're going to do this spot, and shit, so... Which and, it did for this match, but yeah. for the majority of the match. Yeah. Uh, because it I'm did saying, break yeah. down. They had their breakdowns I'm here and like there 80, where it was 80% all of that match 80%. was in the, in the ring. Yeah, and then the other thing that I noticed is... Whenever there's two of the best of anything, most of the time it's still the bad guy gets the upper hand for 80% of that match. Mm-hmm. And then the last, they start to volley yeah. back and forth. There were volleying from the beginning of this yeah. match. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't tell which one was the, was the, well, you could tell which was babyface and heel, but they're cheering for everybody. But you never, yeah. you, you can never tell that old school psychology of, oh, the bad guy is going to get 15 minutes worth of heat. No, they kept yeah. going back and forth to where it was an actual competitive match. Yep. It, it felt sport to me because they were both proving why they both belong there. And that stood out to me more than anything. You got any comments? I, I we we did a lot of commenting right there. <laughs> no, I'm talking about on the oh on the in chat, the live chat. In the no, chat. no, no, no. Uh, 
not any that I I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Arnold misspelled whales. He spelled whales like the fish. <laughs> the mammal. It's not a fish. The porpoise. <laughs> That's why we never saw it. They wrestled in a whale. Like, <laughs> Wait, he says that. Uh, no, it was the same weekend as Wales, yeah. but it was here in the States. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was just on, on the next year or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last minute introduction, even though I had mentioned this during the year more than once about this match, and we wound up putting it on here. New Japan's entry. Right. The only entry from New Japan, but well, that's mostly because yeah. of our negle- my neglect and the fact that we didn't have Hector yeah. because of the pregnancy and the new baby and stuff. Capital Collision, May 14th. New Eddie Japan Kingston. had a show in Washington, D.C. Yes. Tomohiro Ishii against Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. That was you guys' first time watching it, so Abel, have at it. Um, I've never, ever really been an Eddie Kingston fan. You uh, made that clear. A lot of people, you know, over the past year have been like, oh my God, Eddie Kingston. I think you even mentioned him in uh, being like a rising star this year, yeah. Eddie Kingston. I'm still not on the boat with him because while you're right, he is a good promo. I just see him as just some dude that they just yeah. got off of the street and like wants to be a wrestler and has heart, but that's it. That's how I view him, right? Um, this match, however, showed me that he's got a lot of fight in him <laughs> and maybe more fight than what I've seen in other matches of his. Um, but I, it's not without its flaws. And I think some of its flaws is that it was a little bit too heavy on the strikes and that's it. Now, I get it that there's this style of match that's going around. Hell, there's another match on our match of the year list that's the same exact goddamn style where it's chop, punch, chop, punch, chop, punch, you know. Um, And that's what this was. And Ishii is one of the best at that, you know, to, to deliver them but also take them. But there and is just stand there like no selling it. <laughs> there is a lot of points in the match where I was kind of bored, and I was like, "All right, they're just gonna keep hitting each other." I don't mean right. to call you guys out, but this obviously this was the last match we saw. Mm-hmm. Both of y'all were on your phone a bit during this match, so I could yep. tell that it, it the, the the big the only issue that I have with this match, and it isn't so much its fault. But I feel like we have another match that has the same style that did it better. I or agree. that the ambiance and everything all together is just a little bit higher. I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm the same as you. Like, Eddie's good on the mic, and when he was with the uh, LAX in oh, the old days impact, with the Impact, impact or, yeah, or, or, um, it was cool. Like as a mouthpiece, like because he can get under your skin if he's a heel, and he can make you cry as a baby face. But yeah. His matches are always, I'm just going to punch and kick and, and suplex. and Something about that style of match that I used to like enjoy, now it just kind of, I've seen it all before. Like, I've seen, like, A, like AEW has kind of ruined that style because every single match in AEW has the square off, I'm going to punch you, you're going to punch me, I'm going to punch you, you're going to punch me, I'm going to chop you. And... So mm-hmm. forth. And so seeing that consistently and then it's just, it kind of waters it down. You just answered why I haven't watched New Japan as much as I was in the beginning. When we first started doing mm-hmm. this and we were exposed to Kota Ibushi and Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was new why, to us why, and it blew yeah, our exactly, fucking mind. Exactly. 
And now we got to the point that just alone in New Japan, 90% of the matches are that same yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And at some point when everyone is doing everything and everyone's here and nothing stands out, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Which when we get to which will tie into the the WWE one. Yeah. Where you're saying they they did the same thing but it, it just felt, felt different. It felt like it meant more. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen every week. Yeah. Yeah. You could literally watch a match on Dynamite and it it could be fucking Sammy versus Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna do. They're gonna do the the elbows. They're gonna do the chops. It's gonna. There's and it just stops the match completely. Which Half can, the match is gonna be outside and, of the ring. Yeah, and then there was, yeah, that yeah. there was like parts. It was like it was like a fifteen minute match, right? Like it was over yeah. fifteen minutes because they it, they almost went home right after the announcer said fifteen minutes had yeah. went by. Okay, and yeah. it's like half of that was hitting each other, and I'm like, I just, yeah, I've seen it before, like I. This, I, I hate to sound like an asshole. We can't all be Kenta Kobashi. Oh, god damn! Yeah. <laughs> all right, and that let, and that let, doesn't go let. for Eddie. That goes for damn near everyone in New Japan and people in AW that want to emulate that Bushido yeah. strong style stuff. You know, for all that fault, the people that stand out are. Nakamura with the Michael Jackson, Freddie Mercury thing, and his kicks. Yeah, they, they, he did different things. He sprinkled different things where you can have that Bushido style without looking like every other person that looks like every other person in yeah. the ring doing the same stuff. Which is why Jay White stands out to me because he has a different presentation, a different aura, a different charisma. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to and to an extent, Okada also doesn't always do that stuff all the time he's added some moves to try to ground him a little bit and slow his pace down you know it took me a while to get uh, get the hang of that but that's that's the issue with that strong style that it could only last so long the reason it's fresh if we're gonna bleed into the next match is because in wwe we don't see that style of match every time with every person whether it's man or woman to where you save it for the right time and the right audience and the right environment and you fucking print money well, don't bleed into it yet. Go for because it. Because we have Hector in the live chat. Of course, when we start talking about Who's going to tell me Osprey and Okada yeah. from fucking G1 should have been on the list. And fucking- so this is what Hector says. Hector says, oh, that was me. I guess that nominated this match. Um, I nominated the match, but you... But did yeah. he bring it up? Is that what yeah, it was? Okay, he said, yeah, Ishii versus Kingston. Um, he says, New Japan had a lot better matches. Osprey versus Takagi, for example. Mm-hmm. Um... Which uh, we did, have on our match of the year winner before. Yeah. yeah. And he says, didn't Ishii versus the Kingston happen before Sheamus versus Gunther? Yeah, mm-hmm. And then he said, uh, the difference is that WWE has weeks of build up and New Japan gives you the, uh, the storytelling in the match. Yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit about that. The storytelling in the match. I get it. Storytelling. One guy wanted to win. The other guy wanted to win. And they just kept hanging each other. And Animo or Bushido, right? I don't think this was for anything, was it? Was it just uh, it for the just sake of having a, a badass match? It's a match right? on the card. It was a match on the card. To get you to go. Okay, that's all it was. Yeah. All right, cool. So, Hector, <laughs> I understand you got a newborn. <laughs> if you can make some time this next year, maybe to do some more New Japan stuff, we'll probably 
we need it's been proven that we need to rely on you for the new japan shit but you, you, you gave your rebuttal yeah let me tag you on that okay their weekly show that's on the network is inconsistent because it doesn't have okada jay white nanahashi um naito these stars from new japan Every week on a consistent basis, like Roman Reigns is on either Raw or SmackDown every week. Just like Sheamus is on Raw or SmackDown every week. Just like everyone else. It's not an established weekly show, let alone a show that you have to get, you have to have subscription to the network to have. You can't just hop on YouTube like NWA and watch it for free every week. So that's not, that's not fleshed out either. So that's why it's New Japan right now, they're like too big to be little, but too little to be big. Kind of, mm-hmm. they're stuck in the middle where they just need to figure out, hey, if we're going to go, no pun intended, all in on the brand, do we have a weekly show that's in live in front of a studio audience in Japan that has Okada every week, that has Naito every week, mm-hmm. that has English commentary or, like we talked about earlier, subtitles after the fact to where we can understand what they're saying and why they hate each other so much mm-hmm. as opposed to... We like New Japan just because we know that January the 4th, they're going to give us four hours of some bomb-ass shit. Yeah. Yeah. And and just take that for what that is. And I, I think to say that New Japan doesn't do storylines is a little bit incorrect. They do do storylines. I mean, part of the whole reason why you're even wearing a Bullet Club shirt, part of the reason why anybody knew who the fuck who Kenny Omega was, was because of, what, six years ago, five years ago? There was all that story of, oh, the Bullet Club was taking over, but the Bullet Club is now uh, fractured because of the elite. But the elite has the leader that is with this other guy that they're the golden lovers. And, you know, the, but he wants to be the champ, so he's got to fight this dude, uh, Okada. But Okada's really good, so he can't beat him. But it took another match and another match, and one of them was an hour long. And, like, there's story there. There was a story here with Kingston and Ishii. But at the same time, we've the wrestling we've grown up on, we have a segment, promo of the year. At some point, you have to pick up a mic and sell me to watch the next match or sell me to watch the upcoming pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't exist okay. for most of that roster. I mean, we even talked about uh, how this match was the pre-show for All In, All Out. Yeah, they, the rematch was a pre-show so, for so All Out. It, like, yeah. But nobody, I mean... I don't watch New Japan as much as and, I used to, but, too, and, so it's like... And I, part of that I, is our fault. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah, just, I'm not going to ask yeah, for yeah. a bunch of Japanese wrestlers that have been wrestling in Japan for since 1972 to all of a sudden cut English promos because I want to understand Yeah, yeah, no. I have to make the effort to understand them because that's mm-hmm. them. Yeah. They, yeah. Hector says you're a bunch of dicks. Well, no, he didn't say that. That's the first true. person to tell you. He didn't. I'm not going to lie with you. <laughs> he, no, Fans, he, we're fickle. We can he, fucking fickle. He didn't say that. He said just as much as strong style as in New Japan style, you could say that the WWE style is more technical. Uh, the weekly show in New Japan, uh, uh, the weekly show is New Japan strong, and it can be considered their version of NXT. Okay. Because... Jay White, from what I know, is the only guy. He had a little run there. He had the U.S. title, and it was the USJ Invitational instead of USA Invitational. So uh, it's contenders. I get it. But still, even for Japan's fan base, they don't have a weekly show where these guys cut promos. Like they don't have a fifteen-minute segment where Okada and Tanahashi just talk about it, talk to each other about 
what yeah, makes them not, not that yeah it's not that style of it's just, yeah. wrestling yeah, it's, just, it's like right. Broadway compared to Hollywood now all that being said there is a lot of again we're gonna go back to the theme of incomplete this is the only reason why this match is on the list is because it's the only one that like anybody kind of brought up throughout the year on I've, this show I saw a couple right? of New Japan matches this right. year about four or five. Yeah, on this, this was the best one. Houston Wrestling Radio's opinion. Yeah. This is no way at all a, a comprehensive uh, no. review of, yeah. of New Japan Pro Wrestling throughout the year, right? Yeah. This is just what our ignorant asses think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's yeah. the caveat there. All right, enough shitting on New Japan by accident. <laughs> because after we're done with this, we're going to look ahead at 2023, and there's going to be something that we're going to want to bring in up. that shit. Yeah, I'm going to want to bring up about, about New Japan that happened already in this year. We'll let the Homer talk for a second. Gunther versus Sheamus in Wales. Oh, man. So I didn't watch that with y'all. I saw it. I watched it uh, live. Mm-hmm. Not in person, just... I was at yeah home. in the moment at I was home. on yeah. Saturday. It was yeah, a yeah. Saturday afternoon. I don't have yeah. a job, so that weekend, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's the same thing. But it, it it's an ignorant thing. But I knew those guys more. So Sheamus has been on my TV for what twenty years, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Same time as Cena. So he's been on the TV for twenty years. So I, and then Gunther. 15? Whatever, 15, yeah. 20, whatever. Like, it's the same <laughs> shit. You know, he's, he's been all the different characters. And yeah. and then seeing... Uh, uh, this was... This is probably on that card of uh, Clash of the Castle. That was probably the one that I was like, I, I'm i watching that one. Like, yeah. there's some stuff on that show that I... It was a solid show, but I didn't really care to watch. Like, mm-hmm. But that was one I was like, I'm putting my phone down. I'm going to sit here and watch this and watch these two guys. Mm-hmm. Because I knew what it would be. Yeah. Gunther's gonna chop the shit out of Sheamus. Sheamus is yeah. gonna turn into a human light bright piece. Yeah. And that's. Can't Sheamus take it? He's a fellow. He's a brawling brute. But can he be out brawled or brawled to the point where he just, like, I can't brawl no more? Mm-hmm. And that's. And then also the fact that uh, Imperium came back. Reunited as a whole. You know, they, yeah, they, that's a really whole cool. kind of thing. That, that is still, again, well, going, as whole as they can be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> going back to the storyline of what, what is, why are these two guys fighting? And it's like, you know, they're. Title. Yeah, continental title. And make, yeah, and, outside of the U.S. And then afterwards, it's it's uh, they the group got back together, kind of thing. So I I dug it. I think it's a cool. It was a chop fest, but they they did some cool. Arnold is still sore from watching Sheamus and <laughs> yeah, my Chester. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Corey Graves said that he hit him so hard that it knocked out Corey's teeth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I want to give this match a whole lot of flowers. But before I do that, I need to put down a little fertilizer, right? Throw down, <laughs> some, throw down some shit. Um, <laughs> um, I think that this was uh, the main roster's version of Walter versus Dragunov. And Dragunov did a better job of doing his comebacks uh, than Sheamus did. Sheamus kind of rode on the laurels of he's established and you've never seen him get his ass kicked like that before. Uh, whereas Ilya Dragunov, you expected him to get that ass kicked like that. But when he made a comeback, it was more astonishing. Oh, God, this little kid's coming back for some more. little engine that could. And I never saw that with Sheamus. With Sheamus, it was like, okay, he's trying to make a comeback. Cool. And I, ex- and I expect shut him it. Down a lot I, yeah, and he then, shut him. He shut him down too quick and too fast and, and too, too, often. too often. And I, I really expected to see Sheamus really get a comeback where it's like, oh fuck, 
oh shit, now here's the Sheamus that I know. Yeah, that's the only that's the only criticism I have of the match. That's, right? that's hard to that's hard to compare though because Sheamus is a he's a big boy. Big, yeah, he's a big boy. But, yeah. but yeah, like Sheamus has never been that smaller, almost cruiserweight, you know wrestler he's always been that big brute so yeah to compare him with dragon off where it's like or even well, you can go back and go back it, to like tyler bates like yeah. tyler bates is in dragon off or more mm-hmm. on that same line where it's like and i think walter has goes better with those kind of guys mm-hmm. because he sells better for his match with Rey mysterio on I, smackdown I, I, another exactly, example exactly. Again, it, it's not about style it's about whether or not i believed he was going to have the upper hand in the match i never believed that sheamus had the upper hand i did believe that dragunov had the upper hand and it was it was surprising i think that's just um because you've known sheamus for yeah you, you know what sheamus is capable yeah. of you know what he's and, and i think it was more surprising that sheamus didn't have the upper hand at, at, in the match yeah you know mm-hmm. and maybe and that's what i was wanting i was wanting it to be a little bit more 50 50 and this match was more like 90 10 you know it was like walter 20 i think this is a call for this is where where gunther kind of established established he was, yeah. this is where he became established he that's was, what i'm saying this is yeah. this is the only fertilizer i'm gonna put okay. down because okay, go ahead, go going ahead. to the flowers part yeah. historical significance this is what put gunther on the map in wwe, in WWE in, main, in roster, the main WWE. roster wwe it solidified his ass in front of the entire wwe universe yeah also this historical significance in fucking wales right we had said this that oh man, this is gonna be important to see whether or not WWE is gonna put the W back in WWE, the world of wrestling entertainment, right? This is a an experiment that Triple H is trying to pull off to see if he could do it because they even showed the fucking clips. The last time they were there was Summer fucking nineteen ninety two. Nineteen ninety two for a paper, right? For, for pay-per-view. Yeah, for pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, so it's like well, this... for a mainstream pay-per-view because they had NXT pay-per-views. So. Regardless, right? Yeah. It needed to be... This needed to get pulled off and pulled off well. And the entire show was great. And yes, while the main event was really, really good, this was really, really, really good. And that was good for business altogether. And not uh, more historical significance, I think this is where... Sheamus also turned a little bit of a corner. As much as I threw down a lot of fertilizer there on Sheamus yeah. and him not coming back, as much as I said that, the flower grew out of it of banger after banger after banger. That This was the first banger. You know, right? it's very low-key, but now that you mention it, if there is a very, if there's a very close second place when you have the mentality of or the mentality that we all have at some point of Randy Orton being boring. Mm. We never really cons- mention it a lot. Sheamus is right there. Yes. Because oh, yeah. he yeah. because he, he yeah. it's, not, it's is, yeah. his his I don't say it negatively, like his career at certain points have just gotten stagnant. Yeah. And he had been stagnant for a we, while. Do so much? Brawling brutes. Yeah. The heel stuff was like, yeah, we're getting there. This is what brought me around to Sheamus. Mm-hmm. He's giving me more new life to Sheamus that I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'll watch Sheamus throw down some hands, and now that he's teaming with McIntyre, all right, yeah. I'll watch Sheamus throw down some more hands. The banger bros, yeah, <laughs> it was god awful. So, 
this established reestablished Seamus, rejuvenated his career. This established Gunther. You got the Imperium group all together as a whole. This happened at a show where you needed to have something really fucking good happen so that they could take you to maybe expanding out into uh, other parts of the of the world. And it Again. did because we just had the the announcement, announcement that they're going to London for, money for another yeah for money yeah. in the bank. Cool. That all started here from this little they're, experiment that they did. There, within the next five years, yeah. there's going to be mania. Yeah. It, I hope Wembley. so. Yeah, it's it's happening. Yeah. It's going to happen either Wembley or uh, there's a new there's a one of the soccer teams, Tottenham. They have they literally have an NFL stadium. They built an NFL stadium. Oh wow! F- but the soccer team uses it. But like my brother did a tour, and when you go in there, it's, it's big, it's it lo- massive. It looks like. An NFL stadium inside the and there's nice. a, there's a there's a food court there is a brewery like all those kind of things but it's designed to be a NFL football sized stadium oh. but it's but it's a soccer it has a soccer team because that's where they played when they go to when the yeah. you know the Jaguars or yeah. some shit like so it's it's gonna happen and I think this not necessarily just this match but that Cardiff show mm-hmm. fucking shine the light yeah. like yeah well I mean look at it. Now we're getting. It's going to be one 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 event every year. They're going to go. We're going to go to UK. We're going to go to make it. Well, besides they already have the establishment with Saudi, and even then, we all have our opinions of it. But for the fans that reside there, it's a big deal for WWE to be going around the world again, and especially now that. I don't want to say COVID's dead, but it's 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 it's, it's, well, it's it's manageable. And the they difference between the Saudi show and this show, the reason why this is more of an experiment is because the Saudi show, the Saudis pay for it. Yeah. The Saudi government pays for it. Funny. This show wasn't like that. This is like WWE going to fucking. My only concern Austin now is the fact Toronto, that what's, you know? what's going to happen with the sale and what's happening in. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. I mean, yeah. who knows with that? But you know. That's a 2023 problem. So the match starts, <laughs> the match starts and they're uh, fucking, the, the rest of the teams are fighting each other in the ring and Gunther and Sheamus are still having that yeah, stare down. They, yeah. they fall out and they're brawling yeah. outside the ring, the stare down still between Gunther yeah. and Sheamus. I'm like, this is going to be fucking that, rad. That was a good way of getting rid of all the extras, right? Yeah. Whereas, you know, when I was talking about uh, uh, Trick being uh, ringside for the NXT match, I was like, uh, that kind of might somewhat take it away because it makes it feels like it's, normal ordinary you want the big fight feel you just want to focus on these two and let them see what they could do for oh hey this is where a championship also by the way yeah. you know so get rid of the ancillary characters right yeah so yeah i think my parents watched it too well they were, yeah they were over there well they were yeah live like they were in the arena no no oh, they were, they they were in scotland it. when they watched it mm. so it was on it's on regular tv over there so oh it, okay it's not pay-per-view so my dad was like, what is this? <laughs> We're moving on? Yeah. Death Triangle versus uh, United Empire. Oh, man. Chris, you start. You haven't started. Yeah, you start. This is the first time you saw this match. This is the first time so you all saw, I saw this match from start to finish. Um, fuck. <laughs> if this didn't happen all the time, this would have blown my fucking mind oh um yeah. yeah because it's the same argument everyone's doing stuff so it's not like you're just focusing on two people and then the other four are just sitting there chilling ringside just watching just looking around no they every they were 
This was the definition of a trios match where everyone's everyone's fighting everyone. Like you're literally getting the best of seven yeah. matches on TV every week. It's like yeah, you can only watch a trios match every now and then and of th- that caliber. And this caliber. was part of a tournament. Yeah, this yeah. wasn't even the semifinals. This was the quarterfinals. No, this no, was this the semis. This was the semis. This no. was the semis. Wrong, because there was a dynamite final. And then there was a Rampage final, which is technically the semifinals. The actual finals was at oh, All Out. Oh, at the pay-per-view. It was at the pay-per-view. Was it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarterfinals was this. Semifinals and then All Out. The way they worded that whole fucking tournament yeah. would confuse because House a of, lot House of people. Black, it obviously confused him, and he's a diehard wrestling fan. House yeah. of Black and... Dark Order. Dark Order was the... Was the um, on the other side of the was bracket. On the, was on the, the Rampage, rampage side. Yeah. And then House of Black fought... No, because the elite, because it was the elite. Uh, the elite fought. Um, elite fought the winners, which was. Um, it's right there, United Empire. Elite fought Empire in the fi- in the finals on Dynamite, the Dynamite finals, and then Elite beat them, and Elite went to face Dark Order. Dark Order beat House of House of Black. Oh yeah, 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 that, yeah that was Elite yeah. beating Dark Order. All oh, that shit was so fucking confusing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's God damn. They can't. They can't just fucking make a simple. So if you're, so if you've seen Ricochet versus Osprey, or if you've seen Omega versus Osprey, or if you've seen fucking that, it's turned up. It's multiplied. Obviously, it, it's turned up because you have all the other people, and they all play their parts well because they all do the flips. It's oh fuck. I get tongue tied trying to describe this match. There's so much going on. The only thing, if anything, I didn't realize it until we were watching it here. They went through three. Fucking commercial breaks. And we had the blessing of watching the Fight TV feed, which had no commercial breaks. We saw everything. I will say, if if AEW had... If that was like how AEW was all the time, I think I would enjoy AEW more. Hmm. If it was... was Commercial free? The way old school NXT was. NXT was the hour and there was no commercials. Maybe a 30 second advert in between, but most of the time it was just all... You saw everything. For me, like, pitcher and pitcher... Like I, I don't watch it. I, it turns me off way more than going to commercial. Like just go to commercial. Like do a commercial break, like a, a spot. Yeah. And they both fall down, and when you come back, this is what happened. But like watching it, picture in picture, like I'm just like. Uh, and almost every one of their commercial breaks is the picture in picture. I was yeah. always a proponent for yeah, let's do the picture in picture instead of just have a commercial break in the middle of the match. But when you do it as every fucking commercial break, it gets to be too much. And not to mention the other issue is with AEW, been for a while among, among many production wise, is that every match goes through at least one commercial break. Yeah. Tell me the last time you saw a squash match that was four minutes long, and then and then there was a commercial break that it wasn't picture in picture. Uh, it wasn't on uh, Dynamite. It was on AEW Dark. <laughs> no, but, no, but like yeah, yeah. Wardlow Ward, Ward, squashing. Yeah, and there's a yeah. commercial. It's a picture. In, like, uh, early in AEW, Abaddon squashing a few bitches. Yeah, those didn't go of, through commercial break. That you don't see that anymore. You yeah. see, you on. You have this conversation about last week's Dynamite on paper. The shit was badass, eight, but eight, you knew yeah, eight, every one of those fucking matches was going to go through at least one commercial. Eight break. minutes in, and there was a commercial break. Yeah, eight minutes into the show, it's seven oh eight. It was pitcher and pitcher, and I was like, I, "Yeah, it loses that big." But when you watch it without any commercial breaks, and they say we're going to commercial break, and we were both we were all like, "Fuck!" And then it was like, "But it was the fight TV, so yeah. it just kept going." Yeah. So it was. It felt like a pay per view. One we just continuous everything. match. Yeah. Now that's funny that that you're you're complimenting it for that. 
I watched it on Dynamite when it first happened months ago. And this is my second viewing of it, right? Uh, so when I first watched it back then, with the actual picture-in-picture, picture, with the actual commercials, um, I thought it was better than what it was when I watched it now. Because when I watched it now, I... You know, you hear Caliber saying, Excalibur, hey, we're going to go to commercial state with this picture in picture, right? But then, and this might just be because I do ring announcing, so like I hear the technicals part of it. I heard 10 seconds worth of silence, mm -hmm. basically. And it's like, ah, oh, shit. And you could also tell that the wrestlers got the notification from the ref, hey, we're at commercials, so save the good stuff for when we come back. Yeah. You or know, milk so, this. So milk this. So it's like, yeah. okay, rest hold. All right, you're selling. Get up. All right, maybe you're not, now would be a good time to kind of go get a tag. Don't do the big shit. And then I could tell when they came back from commercial, they... It picked up. It, it, it picked up, but also uh, Excalibur, JR, and Taz, they quit goofing around. When they were off a of commercial, they were goofing around. They oh, were laughing at each other, saying stupid shit. Now the they time. goof around no. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were but, goofing around. But the whole in time. this yeah. match, I could tell yeah. because their their cadence and their their Demeaning. their inflection almost changed. They're yeah. like, "All right, guys. Eh, oh yeah, we still do commentary." And then they would do like these like X uh, is actually yeah. talking normal yeah. and slow. And then yeah. the red lights back on. So like the commentary picked back up when they came back from commercial, but so did the action. Yeah. The action picked back up because there was a moment in time when all three of us were sitting on the couch when they were in the middle of one of those picture-in-picture uh, -picture commercial breaks, and then we all were like just sitting there, and I was noticing you guys, you guys' reactions because this was my second time watching it. I could do that, and y'all were like. That's just how I look all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but then something badass happened. And I was like, oh, they're back from commercial. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my God. And you're like, oh, look but at that. But you need that, that you sometimes. Know? You need some of those lulls. Yeah. Yeah, you do. If it's but an indie, indie riffic yeah. match where it's just 90 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, they're all dead? No. Let me take a pisser. But if it was a pay-per-view, it wouldn't be structured. and wouldn't have happened three times in the match. Right, that's, that's it would have been a little bit more organic, a little bit better yeah. flow. I saw that herky jerky three times. <laughs> that's fair. That's you know, fair. Uh, so that's my that's my fertilizer. Okay, all right. Yeah, because Arnold the wants you to shut your whore mouth. That match was perfect. Oh, but Arnold's, oh, okay. But, Ar but that goes back to Arnold's only viewing of it was on television time. with commercials. Yeah. yeah. You well, you so. should you should watch it without the commercials and yeah. see. I mean, it's too late now. We're we're already gonna pick who. Yeah. Gets yeah. it, but you should watch it to see. <laughs> That's an interesting thing to, to go back and be like, there's some matches on AEW Dynamite over the past year that have been good, but could have spoiled been. by commercial breaks. Mm -hmm. Could have been bad. Or, yeah. Time time limit or whatever. Or you know. spoiled by production. Sometimes AEW production I, sucks I, I, where I, they I miss think, the shot. I think yeah. I think they haven't got it yet, and mm -hmm. it's been three years, and I don't, I don't think they're ever going to get it. Unless something miraculous happens where they get the right people in, but they. They're missing like that Kevin Dunn. Yeah, as much as I hate to say, as that. much yeah, as much yeah. as I hate to say it because yeah, they need someone. AW, uh, WWE, <laughs> WWE don't they they don't miss like they might miss five percent of things where AEW is missing twenty five thirty. Yeah, that's the meaningful I'm, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you're like, oh, I've man, said that a couple of yeah. times. You might see a, a, someone about to do a flip and then it cuts it's away to a, a crowd shot. And I'm like, what? What happened? Yeah. So uh, one one thing uh, back to flowers on this match is um, 
this was my first time really well not this match but the match before because again it was a tournament but it was my first time being exposed to aussie open and i absolutely 100 percent fell in love with aussie open we're going to outback after this oh god yes i, <laughs> I want a blooming onion i don't need it yeah <laughs> it's done we're going um so uh i really wish that they would have been in AEW for a little bit longer. I think they had one other match after that. With that the elite? was uh, was it with the elite? Yep. I don't remember who. Was it? Yep. I mean, it was just it was just them two. It was just Davis and No, it was the three of them. Was it? Yeah. Okay. They, they well, moved the, trio, on to the, next the trios. The yeah. trios. But but there was a, a, yeah. a it, it was just the Aussie Open. It wasn't but United Empire. It was just, just them like, two. Yeah. Here's yeah. two guys from New Japan or whatever you're like. Yeah. Oh, oh they never win. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I Basically, I, all I'm I saying the, is that I, I love got turned on to Aussie Open. I, I got turned on to Aussie Open, yeah. and I wish that they stuck around for longer in the in AEW throughout the year, right? We'll um, see, maybe they show up on Forbidden Door this year yeah. with a match. Maybe I hope so because I really want to see them more. Yeah, I, I enjoyed them. I thought, yeah. it was, I thought it was my first time seeing them too. So yeah, being exposed like that was pretty cool. Yeah. Your number five. Is this the so this is the Yes, the, we're ranking now. Yeah. So, so what's out of your the five matches. Pick? Which is the worst out of the five? New Japan. Okay. Sorry. New Kingston Japan. versus Ishii. Yeah, sorry. Gets one point. Alright. Me? Mm-hmm. My number five is New Japan, Kingston versus Ishii. Mm. Chris? <sighs> New Japan. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that, that puts a total for that match of three points. A three. whopping three points. Three diddles. Okay. <laughs> You're number four. But hey, well, you go number four. You're my, number four. My number four is Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes. Um, it was good. It was... They had stakes. Outback stakes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now you got me thinking about fucking yeah, outback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah, give. If yeah. y'all don't want to come with me, yeah. I'm fucking going it's, anyway. It's for a North American title, which was cool, it's but almost that, nine o'clock at night. They're yeah, gonna, they're gonna be closed. And they're gonna be closed. Yeah, they close, no, they close it. Really? Oh yeah. Don't break my heart. Don't go. Break you go tomorrow. My heart. But that's we can go tomorrow. <laughs> shit, you buying shit? <laughs> um, right. We can go tomorrow. All right. Your number. Your number four. What's your number four, Chris? NXT. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. It was clear that there's two there's two levels of matches here. Okay. And the NXT and the New Japan are the uh, the second tier, and then the first tier are the rest of are the other three. Okay. Well, what's yours? AEW. What? Who thinks again? Spicy. Spicy. So that. Okay. All right. Defend yourself, sir. <laughs> Does he? I, I've seen that match a thousand times. Okay. On AEW. Yeah. It happens. Trios it, matches. It, 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 trios matches or six man tags when it was before the tel- the belts. Yeah. A, a regular tag match, an eight man tag. It's always the same. Where it's like it's very entertaining. It's a car wreck. There's flips. There's dives. There's fucking chain wrestling. There's spots. Everything. But I've seen. Okay. To follow up with Scott, I think the I don't want to say the biggest disappointment of 2022, but you could have used the trios division as like 
I want to say like a gimmick. Like you could have used it like every now and then. Mm-hmm. As a special attraction. Thank you. But now it's Bucks it the the elite and Death Triangle have burned me out of, ta- yeah, of trios tag wrestling complete. Mm-hmm. There's seven matches in a row. Just, Twice a month total, we should yeah. be watching trios tag matches. Mm. Oh my God. And also, just because you're friends with two other people, you don't have to be in a trio. Like we're not, we don't have to be in a. You know what I mean? Like this is the part. It's where like I, every single person. It's like, well, I need, a, I need a second person. I need yeah. a third person. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you don't. This is the part of pro of pro wrestling of old school pro wrestling that I wish AEW would adopt. Building up to the tag matches, like, oh, you want to do a trios tag match? Let's build up to it. Have Phoenix against Omega on Dynamite. Yeah. The next week, give me Penta versus Nick Jackson. Yeah. The week after that, give me Matt Jackson against fucking Pac. Then give and me... And then give me the trios tag match. Or, oh, we've had three weeks of them in pieces. Now could, we get could, the whole... All right, you could I'm do, down. You could do three single matches. Then you could do a tag match. You could do Bucks versus the Bros. Then you could do the yeah. trios. Because remember, you know, for AEW don't have... Monthly pay-per-views like WWE does or did. So you have to do something to spread all that out so there isn't burn. So you don't get burned out. Seven <laughs> matches in eight weeks. Yeah. It's a fucking burnout. Yeah. And then what happens once... And that was after a tournament to determine... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then whoever wins this is House of Black's next or... Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the 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 best friends. Yeah, it's gonna be another series of, and then they're not gonna they're gonna have multiple matches. On oh, the and because it's six people, we got to go through twenty five thirty minutes on television. Yeah, because everybody's got to get their shit in. Again, just on there. Yeah. 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 So there we go. Yeah. Okay. That's All fair. Right, your number. Your number. Your number three. My number three. Fuck. <laughs> AEW. Okay. AEW is my number three. All right. So that gets. Three points from me. Okay. Abelardo. Abel. My number three was also United Empire versus Death Triangle. Right. Um, yeah, man. I, th- that puts officially AEW with eight points. The, yeah. the, that match has eight points. Um, yeah, man. Th- I think that you're right. There are two tiers here. And this is the first one of that other tier, that second tier. I had a really hard time determining my top three. Um, I thought coming into today, before we watched all these matches, I thought that was going to be my number one. Wow. After watching it again. Told you, opinions change on the fly. Yes. After watching it with uninterrupted uninterrupted and seeing the lulls the three lulls i'm like this isn't as exciting as it was when i was watching it i was only getting the good parts yeah right when i was watching it months ago that's fair because we could have just watched this on youtube then (laughs) yeah like if we cut out those lulls those lulls and you mushed it all together i would have been wrecked the entire time but you, you let me get flaccid three times Throughout the whole thing. You Luch, see what I'm Luch, saying? You don't work that much. <laughs> <laughs> that At some point, you got to put in the effort, son. Yeah, yeah. So I thought this was going to be my number one, but it's not. My number, number three. three is NXT. Wow, you really oh, have that up there. Okay. So Carmelo versus Grimey. Yeah, I enjoyed it. For okay. what it was. They're, okay. entertaining. Yeah. They're really entertaining guys. Both yeah. of the guys, are, in their own way, are entertaining. Three, technically, with Trick. True. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you enjoyed Trick. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so this that we were talking about about there being a a, a, a tier, you disagree with our tiers. Uh, the two tiers were like, oh, definitely NXT and New Japan are at the bottom. But no, no, you're disagreeing with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. I, this is why we do this this way. <laughs> All right. Your number two is what we're I, at. Now, I feel right? like I kind of feel like I think I, I know, know where this yeah. is going. Yeah, Seamus and Gunther is my number two. What? Oh, Chris's Seamus and Gunther is my number two. Whoa! Yeah. So we have a winner. What's your number two? My number two is FTR versus Briscoes. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 FTR versus Briscoes is my number two. So what is it about Gunther versus Sheamus that has you edging it over FTR and the Briscoes? You may as well fill that in. Yeah. Process of elimination, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so my number one would be uh, Gunther versus Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Your guys' number one is Gunther versus Sheamus. No. no. Right, I mean, our number me. one I'm sorry, FTR yeah, versus Briscoes. Briscoes. I, I misspoke. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, our match of the year is officially... And this by, is why I wanted a third person. Yes. By one, by one point. <laughs> one. By one point. Wow. Why, why, why are you picking... Uh... Okay. Um, I think it comes down to... Um, the significance of the match and the ripple effects and where are they now, right? While FTR, hot shit throughout the entire year. Where are they? Really? No. Briscoes, where are they now? Briscoes are That's not fair. going to can't be... Can't be on telly. Can't be on telly. They can't be on AEW television, so they're only going to be on ROH. Where's ROH? If we the, don't know. If the rumor is true that Ring of Honor is going to be a weekly show on HBO Max... They can't be on that either. Exactly. So they had a banger of a match, a banger of a series for something that they can't really capitalize on. So at the end of the day, it's for FTR's second most important tag title that they had throughout the year. You know, uh, if, yeah. they, if they had the AEW titles, it would have been their third most important title that they had in the year. <laughs> right? But this so, is like the second or third year in the row where... With all due respect, mm-hmm. your idea of a match of the year doesn't concur with from the beginning of the bell to the end of the bell. Mm-hmm. Which, well, from the beginning to the end, from the beginning by a, to by the a end, suplex over the top fucking rope. Yeah. From the beginning to the end, both of the my number one and number two, I think, are On spectacular. Part. They're the it between the bells. They're ten out of ten. Both of them are. And it just comes down to storyline going into a storyline coming out and what is more important. And to me, I think the more important match was Sheamus versus Gunther because it made Gunther, it made Sheamus, yeah, but- and it made that experiment. The experiment of going to Wales. True. But what's Sheamus doing, really? He's with. He's a tag team. He's been tag team with Drew and the Brutes and. But he was revitalized. He's See, got that. He's got that banger versus a, banger, banger after banger after banger gimmick, and a, it's it's carried him through the rest of the year. Here's a rebuttal for you. Okay. The Wales experiment. Yes. Did people buy eighty thousand tickets to watch Gunther versus Sheamus, or did they buy eighty thousand tickets because it was advertised for three months that Drew McIntyre was going to be the number one contender to? Roman I'll do one Reigns? better. Is it? It's sold because it's a major event outside of the that's US. That's not mm-hmm. a house show or a Raw and SmackDown. It was like it's going to be it's an, yeah. it's an event. It's 
you go to Wrestle Kingdom to see because it's Wrestle Kingdom, you know, like people. You, you don't know, go you, for one match on the card. You don't often see people going to Japan to go to see a, a virtually a house show because they don't have a TV show like that. Like you're not going to Japan. To be like I have to go to Japan to see. You're going. Like, I'm going to Japan to see Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, this is the first time since '92 that they've done a big event like this, where other than the Raw and SmackDown. So it's. Yeah. And to the other side of that coin, they've made it fucking clear on commentary. These mofos have been talking shit on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube mm. for four months. Yes. I yes. bought a ticket to see the first time ever FTR versus the Briscoes. Okay. I had no idea what the fuck was going to be on that show because we didn't know that Tony Khan had taken it over. Up until this point, we didn't even know that FTR versus the Briscoes was going to end up on this pay-per-view. We just knew that at some point this was going to happen. Yeah. And when that I, when the bell rang and everyone chanted, this is awesome, and everyone lit the fucking house on fire, the bottom line was that show... The people were there because of that match. So I'm turning your logic against you, Even you then, son of a bitch! I'll, I'll, I'll add on to it. <laughs> when we started 2022, right? When we started 2022, Ring of Honor was about to be a dead company. Yeah, this of was, course. This was the last show, right? Mm-hmm. This is our mm-hmm. last... We're yeah. going out with a bang. WrestleMania weekend, we're going to do the show. And then who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, and then in the dying hours, it realized <clears> that... Tony Khan had bought it, so like, it, it. There's people went to that. People want that show because it could have been the last Ring of Honor show. Which I mean, it could have been. It, it kind of is because there is no Ring of Honor. There's <laughs> Ring of Honor pay reviews, but but not any Ring of like, Honor shows. But yeah. you don't really know. Yeah. So there's it's in there. I could I could I could have seen. I could have flipped either way. Okay. That's why the fact that it's. A, by the numbers, it's literally one point. One point, yeah. It makes sense because I could be like, "There's so much going into it," and it's so here's our, it, it's it's splitting hairs. It is splitting hairs. Here's our New Japan moment: 2013 Punk and Lesnar SummerSlam, 2014 Sami Zayn versus Cesaro NXT arrival, 2015 Grave Consequences Phoenix and Mil Muertes. Are these the match of the years? Yes. 2016 Cena and Styles at SummerSlam. 2017 Omega Okada G1 Climax. 18 Gargano Champa from Takeover New Orleans. Yeah. 2019 Shingo and Osprey final round of the Super Juniors. They both ate a lot since then. <laughs> um, Omega and Pac 2020 30-minute Iron Man match. Omega and Page, a full gear for the title, 2021. 2022, FTR, FTR and the Briscoes. This wow. is the first tag match on this list. Wow. You're, you're, first you're Ring six, of Honor your match. six-man tag from the two months of 2012 sucks nuts. That doesn't count. Oh, okay. <laughs> tag team, first time ever. FTR Briscoes, first tag team ever. Yeah. Match. At first Ring of Honor. First Ring of Honor match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's cool. That's cool. All right. That being said, so we have our match of the year. Um, for better or for worse, if you agree with it, disagree with it, whatever, that's what it is. Uh, if you want to – can you see in the live chat? Because my thing is dead here. Is there anything on uh, live chat that is sticks out to you there, Chris? Okay. Uh, Arnold. Gunther versus Sheamus is number one for me. Nobody cares. Gunther versus Sheamus. Boo. He <laughs> <laughs> said boo earns. He said boo earns. Which is funny because if Arnold were here, 
that would have been then it would have been a tie by math. No, well, it, it no, because no, it would it would it wouldn't have been a tie because it would have depended on what he put FTR versus Briscoes. If he put if he put FTR versus Briscoes at number two, I, I then it would have been, been two. Probably, you wouldn't have been I, here. I probably wouldn't have been here. Yeah, it would have oh, just yeah, been yeah, three. Yeah. So if Arnold were uh, here, there's ooh. no guarantee. So maybe maybe, maybe show up for the if, next show. If Arnold, <laughs> but then again, we do have a track record of changing our he, minds last minute. And if, if he, he had put never at, seen it, or if he had put it at three instead of two, then it would have been no tie at all. Would have been clear cut. Yeah, if he yeah. had never seen FTR Briscoe's one and he saw it today and had the same reaction yeah. we all did, he might have not voted that. Yeah. So that okay. is true. It's all yeah. it's all opinions Woo! and it's all in the all night. Right. So today we are in twenty twenty three. Yes, we have a clean slate, and the three of us collectively. Me he for said, the second time. He said, hashtag not my match of the year. <laughs> <laughs> not my. Match. Oh, he would have put that at number four. You tell what? that to Kevin McCarthy. Number okay. four? Holy shit. Okay. The three of us, we saw Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega for the U.S. title, Wrestle Kingdom 17. Mm-hmm. Go, Abel. You want to do the so, thumbs? So, we'll get there. Before we can look at like matches of, of the year, matches of the week, and good you matches for this changes. year, we, we need to re-examine how we're doing it for 2023 before we, we talk. need? Yes. We so, need a lot of things. Well, if, one, okay. if it's not a change, so, we need to at least establish so that. I will say, so, so we'll say up front, okay. the blocks that we had were because we started from the beginning of January. So from January, those were the rules we were going to stick to. You're right. Things have changed. Yes. So what are you suggesting? So I still like the way we're doing here where we're doing company and throughout the year we debate the company match of well, the year. Yeah. Right? Um What's your suggestion? My suggestion is we'll have WWE. Pause. Okay. When you say WWE. Yes. Are you saying Raw, SmackDown, and NXT as a collective? Yes. Okay. That's that's the change I wanted to make. You're going going brand. You're going company. So So. by AEW, you mean AEW and Ring of Honor? Because you can't Not, have one without the other. That was the part that I wanted to, to explore. But you don't know what's going to so, happen with, with Ring of Honor this and year. That's the reason why we need to explore it. You, you don't right? know what's going to happen. We, we're not sure. As of right now, as of January 6th or January 7th, ROH is in AEW. So if we're going to do NXT in WWE, we have to do it that yeah. way. Unless you think technically, you roll the dice. You technically, if you think ROH is going to be a separate company. If you technically have seen as much NXT matches as Ring of Honor matches in 2022, then we have to lump them all together. Okay. So... So it's on you because I definitely, us. I, I, you and I are here, Hector and, and, and Hector are in the chat. Arnold. Yeah, in the chat, I definitely Boy, think that. Is wrong with listen, I definitely think that NXT should be lumped in with WWE because I don't foresee NXT taking off anytime soon. They might now that they turn back to black okay. and white and black and gold, maybe. I don't, I don't see but, NXT ever being at the height as the black and gold was. Yeah. They're they're because you know they're, just they're, keep they're it, rumors. Just keep in mind, and that's we why had, I want to lump them we in had, together. We had the categories, but we did also mention in the beginning 
Just because we have a category doesn't mean it necessarily has to be filled. I wouldn't have lost sleep tonight if we had never seen Kingston versus Oishii mm-hmm. and just stuck with the four matches. Because as of now, as of this morning, that's what I thought we only had. So we don't need to have one from Impact, one from MLW, one from because the whole point of this was we're trimming a fuck ton of fat and we're only bringing our A pluses to this episode. And that brings me to another twist that I might want to add. If we're going to consolidate the categories, so have AEW and ROH have all the WWE products, then have the rest have two candidates per category. So have so non non WWE and non AEW. Yeah, and then two so, of each. So four four matches. You want no? You want six? That'd be six. two from each. So Up two two. So WWE WWE AEW or excuse me WWE AEW ROH and then the rest. So that will include Japan, Mexico, Impact, whatever, and do two of each. So if it's two New Japan matches, great. If it's one New Japan and one thing from Impact that was awesome, cool. And if, hey, we can't decide between this Raw one and this NXT one, cool, put that all in the WWE banner. I think it gives us more to talk about during the episode, since we don't do weekly episodes, Mm -hmm. that if we narrow it down to just three. One from each. One from each? Yeah. So you got one eight, one... One one, one match from One WWE, one one AEW, and then one one from everybody else. One from everybody else, because it's already tri- it's already tricky enough that that we have a rotation of our of our hosts on this show that we might never have a consistent pick, so our consistent picks, and then again, like we'll have to have an argument about three matches almost the, all the time. The problem like, well, that I would need to do it. The problem that I would fear. Once we do this next year, if we only have three matches, is that we're going to have way too much room for a tie. Right? Because if, like, if there's three of us and, you know. That's true, yeah. Yeah. And there's just three matches, like, mm. Or do you think one of the other we should, like, do Japan-Mexico? Because that was something Hector mentioned in the live chat. We blew right past it. I'm sorry, Hector. And he said that uh, we should have added Hijo de Vikingo and um, who was it? Uh, Bandito. Bandito and Hijo de Vikingo. We should have added that. So I would suggest since New Japan has enough... I don't want to say assets, but they have their own network. They have their own shows every month. They have some more stuff that I, I'm going to watch more of New Japan than I will of MLW or Impact or Mexico or anything. So I still think yeah. New Japan should be its own thing. If you're doing okay, so WWE, you pick four. Yeah, WWE. If you pick New, New Japan, everybody else. This time next mm-hmm. year, you have four candidates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 three main companies that are on TV. Well, that are on the three that you can yeah, watch. Yeah. I mean, you can watch NWA, but is that company going to be around at the end? Of the NWA year? is going to be under other. Yeah. It's always good. Yeah, but, but even then, is yeah. NWA going to be a thing in twenty twenty three? Like, so here's 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 the ultimate question: How much of Triple A do we watch that it needs to be its own thing? How much of NWA do Almost we watch? Done. That? That's why. But Almost but done. with New Japan, Hector watches that as much as New as. 
AEW, any American maybe stuff. more but than even, WWE. But even, but even then, he watches. He and watches even, that. He, he watches it, but he's not on the show. But you, but yeah, but then but you're watching it. Yeah, you watch it. So you, Hector Arnold, what do y'all think? Y'all need to chime in. Y'all, so y'all I would go, so I'd I'd go say four. four. I'd go four. Yeah, because NXT UK is dead, and now that Ring of Honor is actually part of the AEW de- developmental system, then I'd I'd have it the four, which which I was gonna bring up also is okay. of rearranging the blocks, and that was gonna be my my idea is we consolidate some and leave it at four. Okay, because the whole point of this system was. I think one year you and I and Travis we had like eight fucking picks, mm-hmm. and we were we we we, we, we literally yeah. we did yeah which I didn't but mind. we started way early and, and we ended way late <laughs> it was a, it was a nine hour affair yeah but because like with, and, one of those matches just one of those matches was and, a fucking hour long match and us as yeah. humans right now neither Arnold or Hector had nine hours to devote to this mm-hmm. so next year. Some of us might not. Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, we we want to make sure that when it's time to do this, we have the picks, and we can make and it manageable. And then guess what? If we don't watch enough wrestling, or if all of us can't come to a consensus that we can't, then guess what? I, again, just this time next year, if New Japan didn't have a match, or if WWE didn't have a match, I'm not gonna lose any fucking sleep. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, you cool with that, Scott? I mean, that's he's like, I'm not on this show. Fuck, it's, just gonna, it's, it's just, up to you. It's just gonna be hard to practice. <laughs> it's just gonna be hard for you to to. Yeah, it just means pretty much every the way it should work. If you're going with the four, then let's say the next next time you record, there's an episode that you that there's a match that you saw. Right, you saw you saw a match or Hector or whatever. And you, you bring it to the table the next time y'all record be like y'all need to watch this then you have until the next episode but here's the other issue and that never happened and that's on us here's, you know. here's part of that issue Vikingo Triple Mania I didn't watch it how much is the replay I don't know do you have the knowledge or capacity or desire to download these matches Oh no! And give your computer herpes, or no. sit through commercials every five minutes, no. or actually just make the effort to try to find this match and watch it. Mm. That's why a lot of these indie matches that are bangers, no one watches because yeah. it's once a year. Everybody says, "Hey, what's your user ID and password? I need to catch this New Japan." Or, "Hey, what, I want to watch Wrestle Kingdom. Give me the stuff for one show." Like that's yeah. not them. That's not them investing in New Japan. That's just one match. Well, and, and there's a, and to to make the categories, we as people as part of the show have to be consistent on if somebody gives me the option to watch this match, I have to make the effort to do it. And if for whatever reason, oh, I think Shane, I think Eco the Vikingo's not charismatic enough, or I don't think their flips are cool, or I just for whatever reason I don't want to hear Mexican commentary, or for whatever reason I don't want to see the mo- the motor oil advertisement every twenty seconds on the big screen on the on the fucking <laughs> wrestling show in Mexico or whatever. I I just don't watch it, and then then what? <laughs> So well, it, a lot of this has to do with access. And, and also part of – and again, that's why I wanted to go back to less categories but two per because I know we didn't talk about it a whole lot tonight. 
But I think that the AEW category, I want it to at some point in the year to make the argument for going back to our original pick, which was MJF versus CM Punk in the dog collar match. The reason why we took it off is because this match we thought was better. And I made the argument that, hey, that match is obsolete because MJF is gone. But MJF wound up not See, being gone, so it wasn't was obsolete. Obsolete because Punk's gone. Well, <laughs> then that goes back to: Do you want to have a forty-five minute conversation of why everybody else thinks that your criticism of your critiques of Match of the Year are bogus? <laughs> match of the Year is from bell to bell, and that and we're going to have that. The reason we've had that you, argument for ten the, years. The reason why you want to bring the match back is from criteria that you alone have, not criteria I have, or Scott has, or oh. Arnold has, or Hector has. Okay. Travis had that same criteria, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, he ain't here. Hey, he ain't here. <laughs> so he doesn't really give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's. It's. 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 It's hard to just. All right. So I mean, the. I think the four. Four categories. Four categ- like four. Is, four is, matches. Is, that's it. Yeah. All right. Arnold gave us the answer. Four. No, that right was there. That was his answer. He said four. One, two, three. You got on number, bitch. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do WWE, WWE products, AEW, AEW products, New, New Japan, Japan products, Earl the rest. Because, I mean, if, you, right. look, if you look at the list, like, NXT, you, you put it as the, the, yeah. the, the second worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, did. in a match of the year... It wouldn't yeah. have shown up. Right. Yeah. So all right. you put them all cool. together. All right. All right. So now we have 2023's format down. Yes. All right. Cool. That being said, holy fuck. I w- <laughs> holy fuck. That match, uh, Omega versus um, uh, Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom. Gush about I it. I felt all of our matches from this year from 2022 i did not have that oh fuck this is a match of the year match i all felt like hey these were all the best matches from these companies that we watched throughout the year but i didn't see oh this is a match of the year contender for sure for sure for sure even on later viewing yeah this match i had that feel this match had the same feel as okada omega when i watched that i was like oh fuck this is definitely match of the year you know this is that's how i felt when i was watching that today out of all the matches that we saw today the best one was the one from 2023 (laughs) if we had entered this match into it would have won it it would have won it this match is the best that i've seen from everything that we watched in 2022 Already, it beats all this shit that we just wrote down and, and did our fucking Hollywood spent, squares spent and two spent hours two talking hours talking about. about. Yeah, exactly. That match was already better. Uh, so I, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. Uh, <laughs> I, I, over the past three years, I've grown to really dislike Kenny Omega. <laughs> okay, his his matches are the same. Mm-hmm. His Everything his promos have, have been pretty, not like the the porn star sounding, soft voice that he does. Everything, All right, Brian, last we get everything it. about him. Everything about him, like I haven't liked. Right, mm-hmm. like I slowly gotten worse. Like it's like it's the same shit every time. This match though, I was like, I'm pretty fucking good. Like I'm, I'm back on to the like. It, he felt like the Omega from before. This AEW. was the cleaner. This was the cleaner uh, Omega. During this that during it. that match, you turned and said, and what, yeah. did you, "What did you say?" You said, 
Yeah, AEW, you said something. AEW has never gotten this Kenny Omega. Rarely. Hangman versus first, Hangman versus first, Pac. Well, first year? Yeah. After the first year. I mean, I know his injuries and stuff like that, so maybe that's a, a, a point to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but, you can't have that kind of match every fucking week. But what I meant about that was wasn't just the style of matches. Kenny Omega in New Japan has a presence, has a confidence about him mm-hmm. that I haven't seen yeah. in a consistent basis here in the United States on AW television. He's more wacky in the US. Yeah. Whereas he's more serious think, you in Japan. Because, you think it goes back to that because you see him every week? I don't think and, so. And I think there's an actual line, difference. Storyline base. And you're like, eh, he's on every week. He wrestles in a tag match or he, he fused or he's a champ or... Where no. Japan, it's the the big fight feel. You you only see him for me. Wrestle Kingdom, which mm-hmm. is you take the whole of Wrestle Kingdom. It's the it's the WrestleMania of Japan. It might be the style of opponent. Now that I'm thinking about it, because Kenny Omega's match with Moxley didn't compliment Kenny. Well, that's Moxley though. Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson was kind of like an amalgamation of both of their styles. It was a little bit of both. I felt in this match, and I've made this comparison a couple of times, this felt like Ken and Ryu from Street Fighter. They were two of the same guys, mm-hmm. and it was just who can outdo each other. Okay. Um, but that a lot of that goes back to the presence that Omega has, the stage that yeah. is Wrestle Kingdom, where you take he, him he, seriously. Yeah. He's not... He, he's not I don't want to say that he's fodder in AEW. He has a different. It's like it's almost like a different character in AEW. In in New Japan, he's he's a wrestler. He's like the top. Yeah. In AEW, it's like he's pretending to be a wrestler, or pretending to entertain, kind of. Or uh-huh. in New Japan, he's a wrestler. On oh AEW, God. he's an entertainer. Oh God! <laughs> it's not. I, okay, I, I, see, I would like I, for I our listeners to try to help us like, define a difference, I, but there no, is a difference between he, Omega. He, and New here's Japan. the difference. I, I'll tell you the difference. The difference is, it has something to do with confidence levels, and it has something to do with um, motivation. In AEW, he, he is the top dog, and he'll always be the top dog because it's his company. Whereas in New Japan, he has to prove himself. So he pushes himself a little bit harder there because he has the pressure of he's not the top dog See, unless I, I, he performs. I, I don't think because I he's he's been in the main event or around the main event. But has security it can, it in AEW be because of the EVB position. It could yeah. be snatched away from him at any point in time. And in, AEW, in he has the he has the capability to be. You know what? I'm gonna just make myself one. I'm gonna be in the top. I'm gonna be in the main event scene for the next ten years because I have a financial stake in this company. In New Japan, Gato or whoever's booking can be like, you know what? You're you're opening the show. Make it work. Yeah. You know he has he has no say, so he has to. His say is his actions in the ring. In AEW, his say is the pen. He has something to prove in New Japan. He always has that chip on his shoulder because he's always going to be an outsider or whatever. Whereas in AEW, it's his home. He could take off his bra and be comfortable. Yeah, you know. Um, the reuniting of Don Callis and Kevin Kelly on commentary was oh, yeah. chef's kiss. And, that, and I think that's the other part of the whole presentation where 
Kenny Omega on AEW lacks the seriousness. And it rubs off that where Excalibur and Taz and Shivani with um, with uh, Callus can just joke around on commentary. There was a seriousness to Callus's commentary with Kevin Kelly because Kevin Kelly, for the most part, he'll slide in a, a, a small joke here and there that you might not that yeah, you there might was, there miss. Was some, there were some funny parts because there, the commentary, yeah, because there's there's a Jr. Jerry Lawler kind of love hate between the two that <laughs> that you don't get on the AEW commentary team. It just goes back to that and, big, big big fight feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot more of a big fight feel whenever Kenny's wrestling in, in New Japan, and that also goes back to. New Japan doesn't have the weekly television. Mm. So you're, you're watching Omega Osprey on word of mouth because you've read on Facebook or you've seen the clips on, on Twitter for the past three months of Osprey talking shit about Omega, that he's better than Omega. Mm. Just like he, Osprey's been talking shit that he's better than Seth Rollins. And if we get the open door between Omega, uh, Osprey and Rollins, that's going to have as much of the big fight feel mm. because, because of the way the, the match was built. That you don't have face-to-face teases every week to, to be like, oh, just fight already. No, that, we're getting to the match. This is the biggest stage we have. This has been built up for months. People want to see this. Yeah. I would argue, my argument that I did earlier, I would spend $800 to buy a ticket and fly to Wrestle Kingdom for this match. Cool. Okay. And you know what? There's two guys in that ring. Three, if you count red shoes. I want to focus a little bit on the other side. I know we've been talking a lot about Kenny Omega and his psychology and go why, why is he better here. No. You don't get a lot of Osprey access, so you go. Oh, for it. my God. This was the first time that I saw Osprey like this, and it was different, and I liked it. Where Osprey was the one that was getting his ass whooped. And I didn't think he was going to come back. And he tried to come back and, like, he, oh, he gave out. Or he tried to, like, come back and, oh, no, no, Kenny Omega was still all over him. Kenny Omega was the veteran who was showing the young boy what was up. The guy who's trying to keep his spot versus the guy that's trying to grab his spot. Yeah. Right? Which was something and that... And at first he was surprised because Osprey was getting the upper hand. Yeah. And Callus was like, three. Uh, uh, we came to this match knowing... Kenny Omega's a little bit heavier, but skill-wise... And he lost we're, four we're, pounds. Skill-wise, we're behind yeah. the eight ball as far as yeah. Osprey goes. So he even admits on commentary, yeah. Osprey's not your run-of-the-mill dumb fuck that Omega's going to just squash. And in the beginning, Osprey was getting the upper hand. Then the longer the match yeah. went, the experience of and Omega... I, I never saw Osprey in peril. Like, I've seen him in matches where he's not the one that's, like, in control of the match. But I've never seen him... In peril, not like he was Okada, in this match against Ibushi. In this, right. in this match, I was like, "Oh fuck, he's really getting taken to the woodshed." Yeah. But he was still in it, and it was that the animal, it was the fighting spirit that actually got him through, barely, <laughs> barely. But he did it, and it was like proving himself. And I, in my mind, maybe it's because I'm so old now. Like I don't think of Kenny Omega as the old guy and Osprey as the young kid. But they, holy shit, Kenny Omega is the guy that's been around the block, and Osprey is kind of the young kid. And oh man, there is a passing of the torch here. Oh fuck, we might have the new Omega. 
the next Omega. The, yeah, the next Omega in Osprey. And you know what? This may have even revitalized Omega himself. Yeah. So, even another layer to that match that I fucking loved. I, I, I have nothing else to say about it. Yeah. Oh. One, two, three. Yeah. Up. It's up. That's on our match of the year list. Under the New Japan category. Yes. So the match to beat. Yes. Omega versus Osprey. Woo! And you know what the best part is? What's that? It's yet to come. Yes. Because if Osprey is due to get that rub, mm-hmm. eventually Omega's going to have to drop the belt back to Osprey. And in the meantime, Omega can defend the belt against... Whoever. Whoever. Yeah. The next night, the main event of New Year's Dash was uh, two members of Empire. And there was a nice stare down in the beginning between the makeshift tag team of Okada and Omega. The fuck? (laughs) And Omega and Jeff Cobb in the ring starting the match. Give me more of that. Mm -hmm. So Cobb versus Omega... Um, definitely, it's a New Japan title. It's a new. It, the sh- title was changed on New Japan. I would like to think that the rematch is in Dominion in June on New Japan's dime in in Japan, um, and maybe they stretch it out, and maybe we get another three peat or a four peat like with Okada. But damn, that fucking match that was good. All right, yeah. I can't say so, no to that. Whoo we all right. Um. I think that's the only business that we ha- need to conduct tonight. Um, oh, we're saving the rest of the stuff for next for next episode. Oh, what what God damn! What more stuff do we have? It's all right, dude. We've been online for like three hours. What, what? It's been twenty twenty three, and Mercedes Monet debuted in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, two matches of the uh, year possible candidates in the first episode of Dynamite. Um, all injuries already. Um, and we didn't even get back to the second part of the Vince McMahon story, which is, oh my God, He's Donald back. Trump, this, He's hey back. Trump, this is how you do a coup. Yeah. Because <laughs> Vince essentially said, if I'm not the man in charge of this deal, fuck it, I'm not approving shit, and I'm going to just sell, let the shit. I'm going to sell it. I'm, I'm, yeah. So well, I guess we could dabble into all that in the next episode. Uh, apparently yeah. the, the sale is still going through. It it's be, it's, it it's be just begun. Day. Yeah, so they hired JP this, Morgan. There's a lot more to we this. We even talked about Rumble. Well, we have a well, preview we have episode a for the Rumble. Yeah, Rumble. I'm just saying, we have, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, so, yeah. that's a whole, because you could talk about all that yeah. for another. Yeah, that, that's that's an, a whole okay. other episode. That's an episode by itself. Yeah, We're going to piss off Arnold because we didn't talk about the Sasha debut. Just know that. We're gonna, it it that gonna, stinks. There's a couple of days at work is going to be unpleasant. Is, is that going to piss him off? Like this? Yeah, why would that piss him off? Like talk 15 minutes about Sasha. Okay. I don't, that's your I mean, problem. Does he care that, that much that's about That's an Uber. It? That's a Lyft problem. You okay. deal with it with him. I don't think he would but care yeah. that much about it. Um, okay. okay, so she debuted. She had weird hair and she fucking botched her uh, move and she, she a, was talking <laughs> weird. She had yeah. a Bam Bam's attire on her hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, three weeks? Three weeks. Royal Rumble preview. Yeah, sure. In Alamo. Uh, Alamo Dome. San Antonio. Okay. Texas. Yes. Is that it? Yes. We're we going to Outback. Is there time? No, there's no time. Oh. Right. Adios, my friends. Keep it classy. <laughs> you coming back anytime soon, Scott? I don't know. I'll come whenever you invite me. <laughs> you always is invited. That, is that all it takes? <laughs> I got nothing else to do. Oh yeah. There you oh, go. he says that. He says and that. Now. Wanna, the, it's time to the rumble. Ah, oh, it's all right. Me and Sammy are doing such and such. And, nah, it's all right. I mean, I'm at the brewery doing such and such. And, nah, it's all right. I'm jacking off five times to such and such. Five times. Ah, Jesus, I ain't doing let, that. let me know. 
Yeah, <laughs> damn. Don't threaten me with a good time. Hey.